Hello and welcome. This is Self-Control, How to Build a Better Life, the podcast that will inspire you to take control of your mind and your mindset to go forward and build the life that you deserve to live. Today's episode, if you struggle with low self-confidence, I want to present one key concept and a three-step writing process to get you started at chipping away at that low self-esteem. As we know, low self-esteem comes out in all of our thoughts and all of our actions. It's subconscious, it's sinister, but let's be frank, it eats away and it wastes our life. So if you're ready to battle against your self-esteem, to go on a journey of exploring yourself, putting yourself to the test and chipping away and ultimately getting a handle on that low self-esteem, beginning to feel good about who you are, beginning to feel ready to present yourself to the world, well, this is the episode for you. Let's go. All right, boys and girls, people of all gender expressions, today's key word is honesty. And you know, honesty is gonna be the number one driving force to start to chip away at your low self-esteem or your low self-confidence. And you know, if I say low self-esteem and low self-confidence and you think maybe that resonates with you, you think maybe it's a problem in your life, I can tell you uh, it was a problem in my life as well. Uh, I've done a lot of work to get around that, of course. It comes up and it always will come up, but if it's uh, to a point where it's crippling you, you know, um, preventing you from having the quality of life that you would like, if it's, you know, preventing you from having opportunities that you might like, and it may be doing these things uh, and you may be well unaware uh, of how it's uh, handicapping you, but maybe let's talk a little bit about how low self-esteem presents itself quickly. You know, and a lot of it, again, it is subconscious, it is well-worn, it is something that we, we become so used to that we may not be aware of how it's happening in our life. But uh, a big one is that believing that other people are better than you. Um, perhaps believing that you don't deserve to have fun, uh, believing that you don't deserve to succeed, right? So limiting beliefs uh, to do with your, uh, what you believe that you are worth, what you believe you are owed. Um, that's a huge one, right? Uh, as well, if you are willing to um, make self-deprecating jokes all the time, you know, to sort of beat people to the punch before they can bring you down. Uh, that's another sign of low self-esteem. And of course, we want to be humble in this life. We want to be able to crack a joke about ourselves. But if it's a, a constant thing, something that you may be doing out of out of fear or out of apprehension that somebody else may be looking down on you, uh, that's, a, that's a huge tell about low self-confidence. If you fear taking on challenges because you may fail, Okay, that's a sign of low self-confidence, right? The sense that you have of, well, I'm not even going to try because I may fail. And many of these things in this life, uh, including <laughs> this podcast, right? This is the second take of this episode. Uh, we fail at, right? And that's just, that's the nature of life. Um, but even to see see things not so much as failure as learning experiences, of course, but that's a whole subject unto itself, I think. If you find that you're afraid to go after the things you want, to take on the challenge, whatever it may be, starting a new relationship, starting a new job, you know, moving out of your house and, and, and into a different location, you know, moving across the world to, to live somewhere else, um, whatever that may be, right? Any, any challenge, any challenge. If you, if you take that from yourself, if you refuse that to yourself because of the chance that it might not go the way you think it should go, it's a huge sign of low self-confidence. Another big
big tell towards low self-confidence is the failure or the inability to receive criticism. And this was a huge one for me. Um, it's like you're so high strung, you're so aware of all that you think is wrong about you um, that you cannot possibly bear to hear it from somebody else. And it may even be good, positive, constructive criticism. Um, but, you know, you cannot bear to think that somebody else might actually be seeing those, those flaws or those negativities or those shortcomings about you. So I want to just say to you that if any of that resonated with you, we can begin to work on that uh, with honesty and with this three-step writing process that I'm going to unveil. And let me just say, you know, when I was younger, I'm 33 now, when I was basically from the time I was 17, 18, possibly even a small child, low self-confidence was always a, an issue for me. Low self-esteem, you know, we, we might say, well, he's introverted or he's quiet or he's shy, but it's no, I was afraid to put myself out there. I was afraid to bring my greatness uh, to the world. And I just want to tell you that um, I didn't have the life that I could have had when I was younger. And I, I'm starting to build that life that I want to have now. Um, but there was a lot of wasted time. And uh, I can tell you that if if uh, if low self-esteem is something that maybe you're reckoning with, uh, just know that, you know, it'll work itself out in time if you give it time. Uh, but it is a waste of time, right? Um, it is something that um, will take away a lot of opportunity from you. And it'll it'll truly, you know, you'd hate to look back uh, when you're past your prime or on your deathbed and say, well, I, I wasted a lot of time worrying what people would have thought of me. Or I, I wasted a lot of time worrying that I would have failed. You know, or I stuck myself in a situation for 10, 15, 20 years because I didn't have the guts or I didn't have the confidence or I didn't even know where to start to get myself out of it. Now, that's a reality for many people. It was a reality for myself, but I, I just, I guess I want to be uh, a word of encouragement to you today. I want to let you know that if you're willing to do the work on your low self-esteem, on your low self-confidence, on your poor self-image, however you want to put it, if you're willing to do that work starting today, you can have a much better life in a very short amount of time. You do not have to resign yourself to this fate. So let's talk a little bit about how exactly we're going to do that. So you're saying, oh, that's great, Patrick. You know, you clearly understand low self-esteem. You, you've got me figured out. You've got me pinned. How the hell is honesty going to fix this problem? Well, let me ask you this. How often have you honestly admitted to yourself privately, through writing, or just through thinking, meditation, prayer, whatever it is that you do to, to speak with yourself. And if you don't do that, well, we're going to talk about that. Um, how often have you honestly admitted to yourself what the problem is, the problem of low self-esteem, the problem of low self-confidence? You know, like if you, if you believe that others are better than you, you believe that you don't deserve to have fun, you, don't, you believe that you don't deserve to succeed. You believe that you don't deserve to have the sexual partner that you want, the family, the children, the experiences in life that you want to have. If you believe that you are not worthy of those things, you know, if you're willing to be the butt of a joke or make a self-deprecating joke about yourself, you know, you fear, the, you fear taking challenges because you might fail. You know, and if you're unable to take criticism... How often have you honestly, honestly reckoned with the fact that that's true? Like, how about this? You're so unable to take criticism from others. You're so mortified when someone steps in and says, you know, you might want to try this, or, you know, that's really not working for you. Or, hey, you know, I see you're doing this. Maybe try this. Or, 
look, the reason you struck out the other night was because you didn't make eye contact. You didn't uh, present yourself in a friendly way, whatever that may be. You're so unwilling to hear that criticism from others, and yet you're so willing to make a self-deprecating joke about yourself. Isn't it time to maybe put two and two together there and say, I have issues with my self-esteem. I have issues with the way I see myself. I would, I would much rather... I would much rather make it known on my terms that I think I'm not worth anything than to have you tell me that. And, and you know, so often criticism, if it's good constructive criticism from a trusted source, is just that. It's going to allow you to build yourself up. But think about that again. You're so unwilling to hear criticism. You can't deal with, with critique from an outside source, from, from some, even if it's helpful. And yet you're so willing to go out in public with your friends, workmates, whatever, and be the butt of a joke and be the first one to say, ah, yeah, I'm stupid. Ah, yeah, I'm short. Ah, yeah, I'm poor. You know, this is how honesty is going to get you out of this hole. And it's how it got me out of the hole of low self-esteem. You need to take the time to be honest with yourself about the problems you have. Ask yourself three questions. And the first one is not so much a question, but it's put a name to it, okay? Let's, let's be honest. It's like if, you're, if this is hitting home and it's like, God damn it, I do have low self-esteem issues. Let's say it right now. Let's call it out. Let's put a name to it. You have low self-confidence. You have poor self-esteem. It's like that's not going to make the problem any worse. In fact, it's going to make it much, much better. So that's number one. Ask yourself, well, where does it come from? And that's a huge question. And it took me damn near 20 years to unravel that one for myself. But begin to think about why. You know, if it's, if it's obvious, if it's like, well, I, was, I grew up short. I was shorter than all the other kids growing up and I'm still short. It's like, okay, well, at least now we can work on that. You have low self-esteem because you're not as tall as you wish you were. Now, how far back can we trace it? Like I said, for me, you know, my issues with low self-esteem began probably from the age of three or four years old. And I don't want to get too, too into exactly why, um, but I can trace it all the way back and all the way through my life at different spots, how I went into junior high school, you know, how, how I dealt with puberty and how I, you know, slowly, but not even surely, how I slowly um, began to relate to the opposite sex, um, how I held back in, in career opportunities, that sort of thing. So name that problem. Look for the source, look for the earliest memories of it, and then trace it through your life. And then number three, ask yourself, how does it present in my actions and my thoughts, right? I have low self-esteem. I'm beginning to understand maybe why. I can see it through all these times in my life. And now today I can see, man, yeah. I don't talk to the people that I wish I could have relationships with. I don't... Um, I don't live in a place that I want to live. I, I don't believe that I'm cut out for better, right? Whatever that looks like. Those are the three questions that you need to begin to ask. And again, I'm trying to prompt you with the key word here, honesty. Look at this problem in the face, right? Low self-esteem, call it what it is. Search for it throughout your life and search for it in the present. And maybe, hopefully, we can stop it from going forward much further. All right, so... We're ready to take on this problem of low self-confidence in the flesh, in real life, physically. How are we going to do that? 
Well, again, we're going to use honesty. And I have to tell you, if you've been listening to this show for any amount of time, you know uh, one of the big things I'm a proponent of, and I wanted to get back to it, journaling, okay? This is step number one in your three-step writing process. Keep a journal. It can be a small notebook. I wish I had mine here, but it's not much better, or it's not much bigger than an envelope, right? I, I spend 30 to 40 minutes every night writing in it, and I simply recap my day. And, you know, you can go back and listen to my to my journaling process. I want to talk about your journaling process. This is not necessarily where the uh, hard, hard work of dealing with low self-esteem is going to happen, but you're going to commit daily to writing in your journal and simply writing about what you did that day. Okay, this is going to be like practice for this brutal honesty, right? If honesty doesn't come easy to you, and especially we're now cracking into a major, major problem of the self, of the ego, um, something that may be a problem as old as you are, right? Um, I don't expect that you're going to just sit down in your journal and come up with the answer tomorrow. But journaling daily is where we practice honesty, right? Because again, no one's going to read your journal unless you want them to, right? Keep it safe. If, if it's that there's untrustworthy people around, siblings or, or nosy, nosy parents or whatever, whatever that looks like, the journal. You sit down, take a moment, half an hour, just to write a page about what did you do today. And if you want some prompts, here, here are some journaling prompts. I always start with, how did I sleep, right? So how'd you sleep? How was the quality of your sleep? How long was it? You have any dreams? What was your morning like? You know, were you rushing out the door? Or did you have time to get yourself together and get to what you needed to do? How did you feel once you got going? Who was the first person you talked to and how was that interaction, right? What did you do today? What did you fill your time with, right? Even if it's another nine to five day or another, another day running the kids around or, you know, another boring day of unemployment, whatever that looks like, no judgment. I've been, I've been there, <laughs> um, write about it, right? Be honest. It's like, holy shit. I was on the couch for four hours this morning. I'm bored. You know, I got to get going. Be honest about what you did. Again, this is not going to get any better if you do not honestly get into the habit of appraising, of evaluating, of analyzing your life, right? As I like to say, if you're coming to this show um, looking for a better life, this is, this is my major number one handout and hand up to you. Start analyzing your life. Like nobody should know more about you than you. And you should know as much about yourself as possible. And, and it starts with journaling, that habit of honestly appraising what you're doing with your life. Now, if you'd like some more prompts, um, what did you eat? Did you drink a lot? Did you smoke? How are your habits? How is your intake? Did you shit today? And I'm serious about that, by the way. Practice that brutal honesty. Practice getting into the messiness of life, the the what it is to be human, what it feels like to be a living, breathing, squelching, watery organism. What does it feel like? What are you doing? What are you doing right? What are you doing wrong? Where are you failing? Right? I can't, I can't, I can't tell you what it is to be you, but I can tell you if you're looking for a better life, it's time to get honest and it's time to start appraising what you're doing with your time and how you feel as you do these things. Because the nervous system, the heart, all these things, 
we know on an intuitive level how we feel, right? But it's time, it's time to really dig in and bring those words to life for yourself to observe. Don't just live your life. Dig in and actively engage with your life. Okay, so part two of this writing process requires a second notebook. So I know, you're gonna now have journals and notebooks and whiteboards and you'll be like me one day where your whole damn life is spread out <laughs> in pages across the house. But I can tell you it has made my life a far, far better life to live. So get yourself a second notebook. And in this notebook, you can write mm, once a week. And we'll talk about right now what is it that you need to be writing in this second notebook? So this second notebook is a place where you, you get away from the day-to-day -day, uh, of the journaling and you, you kind of, this is where you want to go in on the problem of low self-esteem uh, in, 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 in earnest, in honesty, right? Like we've practiced being honest in the journal all week or all, all month. Now we're going to sit down and for added bonus, reread a couple of weeks from your journal and you'll be blown away at the observations you've made and how you can then use that to begin to write out in longer form in this other notebook solutions, right? And not even solutions, but just realizations. It's like, man, every day, every day I had a crappy conversation with somebody where they just talked over me and I didn't get my, I didn't get two cents in or, you know, what, is, what does low self-confidence look like on a day-to-day -day basis? It's like, ah, yet again, in yet another meeting, I had a great idea and I didn't speak up. Or yet again, I was out with some friends. I saw a beautiful person that I wanted to approach to have a conversation with, to maybe have a drink with. And I just, I didn't believe I could do it. So I didn't do it. If you have been honest in your journal and you read it through, you can now begin to identify patterns, right? Habits. Where does that low self-esteem manifest itself in your life? And there's no magic formula for writing in this second notebook. It's like jazz, right? It's just free form. It's just like, just write what comes to mind. And if, if you've been reading your journal, you'll have a sense of what's bothering you, what's not working and where you need to go. I guess I would just say there is no problem or there is no magic formula for writing in the second notebook, but if you're someone with low self-esteem and you have no problem laughing at yourself for others' benefit, ask yourself this. Do you want to be a joke for the rest of your life? As I said, the journal is where the day-to-day -day happens. In this second notebook is where the process is going to happen, right? You're now going to become aware of what, how your low self-esteem, how your low self-confidence manifests in your life, how it shows up in your life, what you're doing what you're thinking that shows that low self-confidence and you're going to become aware of like, look, it's sinister, right? Like it's, it, it informs everything you think and do in some respects. And it's, it's a well-worn pathway in the mind, right? It's, it's habit. It's a bad habit. It's a habit that can be broken, but it's a habit where without even thinking, without even thinking, we're, we're showing the world that we don't think highly of ourselves. This second notebook is where you take ownership of your life. You can honestly say, here's where I'm up and this is what I'm going to do about it. And, and look, this may sound like work to you. This may sound like all Greek to you. Let me just give you a quick personal example about myself. It was in September of 2018 that I started keeping a journal. Uh, within a few months, I realized that I had major issues with marijuana use 
and pornography addiction. My energy was in the toilet. I, I was going to sleep after almost every meal. Within a few months of starting that journal, let's say maybe, you know, nine, six to nine months, I, I started to work on the marijuana and the pornography addiction, right? I was able to daily note the fact that I had major energy problems and I was keeping track of how much porn I was using, how often I was, you know what goes on when you watch pornography and how often I was using marijuana. I was looking back through these old notebooks this morning to get ready for this, this podcast. And when I look at my, you know, my handwriting and just the things I was bothering to write down in those days before I even journaled, it just became, it was so obvious that this was a scrambled, unfocused, unaware, unengaged mind. And then the journaling started and you can see the change in my, in my other notebook, right? So day to day I'm journaling. And then every so often I'm going back to the second notebook and suddenly the printing got a lot neater. The ideas started coming out in longer, longer form, you know, to the point where within about a year of journaling, I was I was then writing extra pages in that notebook, like long pages of just thought was coming out. But that's only because I took the ownership of my own life to begin with and said, look, let's at least start evaluating what I'm doing day to day. You have no idea the power that lies in your, in your perception of yourself, but you need to, you need to create a record for yourself to be able to look back on it. And from there, I, I guarantee you, man or woman or non-binary, I guarantee you, you start keeping that record of yourself and you have the guts to be honest. And then you have the guts to go back and read it and start working on solutions. Come back and tell me you don't, you're not living a better life in a couple of years. All right. So the third step in this writing process, and this is not something that I do too much, but it is something I want to start doing more now that I'm telling you to do it. <laughs> should take a little accountability on that in that respect. Very simple. Indulge in fantasy. Okay. We now know that we have low self-esteem. We're keeping track of our daily actions and we're starting to work on a longer form process of, um, you know, just understanding how it shows up, right? Let's now indulge in a fantasy world. And, and you can do it in this same second notebook. Start writing your life, writing scenarios, writing just images, thoughts, what it looks like when your low self-esteem is under control or when it's gone altogether. That's fun, isn't it? I mean, come on, let's, we all love to imagine a better world or we, we all love to indulge in the fantasy of movies or pornography, as I was talking about earlier, or whatever that may be, you know, even scrolling social media is a form of fantasy, right? You're seeing the lives and the, the thoughts of others, books, whatever that may be. It's time to now start writing your own, your own movie, your own fantasy movie starring you, because I guess the upshot here or the understanding here is that you are never going to get, I mean, you, I say you, I mean, me too, right? Like, never forget that. I'm kind of just lecturing myself here and I'm happy that you're listening and watching. Um, you're never, and I'm never going to get to where I want to be if I don't envision what it's going to look like, right? That's, I mean, maybe that's the first time you've heard that. I remember the first time I heard it, it like blew the brain, my brain out of the top of my skull and my socks went flying. It was like, of course, <laughs> right? Like there's no way in hell I'm going to be a person with confidence, if I don't think about what a person with confidence would look like, if I don't think about what me with confidence would look like, how the hell am I ever going to get there? Right? I mean, and of course, we stumble our way there, we stumble into things without realizing, but truly, the things you want in life, you have to see yourself working towards them and achieving them. I just don't see a world in which, uh, if you're not envisioning at least partially 
where you want to be and what you want to have and what you want to be. I don't see a world where you're getting there. So look, let's, let's take an example. Maybe I, I spit this out at the start of the show. Let's say you are someone who is below average height and that's a problem for you. It's the source of your low self-esteem and it's maybe in the, in the future, it'll be something that can be augmented or cured or whatever. Again, you have to be honest with it. You have to confront it. You have to like, maybe in the back of your mind, in some dark corner, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm short. And I, you know, I just, it informs all of my self-hate because everybody, I'm looking up at everybody all the time and I'm, there's less of me or whatever that looks like. Imagine a world where Okay, imagine a world, first of all, like utopia where you're eight feet tall and crushing everybody. Okay, that's not going to happen. But what does it look like then in the best of all possible worlds where you, you are who you are, but it's not a problem? Okay, I would think because, you know, my, a lot of my self-confidence issue was tied to physical and body dysmorphia issues. You have to show people that who you are is not a problem to you. That to me would be the, the perfect world, right? It's like, because that's the root of low self-confidence is like, we can all see that you don't think very highly of yourself. So why the hell should we construct that fantasy? What does it look like? What does that world look like where, you know, the problems that have contributed to your low self-esteem are not a problem to you anymore. And it may feel like, well, that's just doing heroin, right? Like it's impossible. It's, it's never going to happen. Now. I'm just indulging myself. Go ahead and indulge, right? You've been doing the hard work of journaling. You've been doing the hard work of analyzing where that low self-esteem exists in your life. Now is time. Now is time to imagine a world where it's no longer a problem, where you've won the battle. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Because from there, you'll understand that, well, that's the, that's the issue, isn't it? It's like the problem I have is with me. But what if I no longer had that problem with me? I mean, it's me, me and me. We don't have to have a problem. It's going to take a long time to get there, but damn. People need to understand that the problem I have with myself is no longer a problem. And not only that is I don't have to compare myself to others. I think that that might be a template for the, re for the fantasy and for the resolution that you might be looking for. The problems I have with myself do not need to be evident to others. So I can behave confidently. I can behave in a way where it's like, yeah, I'm working on myself. That gives me pride. I don't have to mope around and I don't have to compare myself to others, right? The, the shortcomings I see in myself are not a result of who you are. They're things that I told myself about myself and I'm going to stop telling myself those things. And I guess I'd offer one last thing here in this fantasy world. If you're afraid of the so-called crab bucket phenomenon where, you know, someone starts succeeding and other people try and drag them down, you know, that's apparently uh, a phenomenon where you have a bunch of crabs in a bucket full of water. And if one of them gets the guts to crawl out of the bucket, the rest of them pull that crab back down, right? And we see that all the time. As someone who's improved themselves physically to a great extent, uh, as someone who has developed a pretty good amount of self-esteem and then an equal amount of not giving a shit. Um, I can tell you that the crab bucket phenomenon is less likely and less, um, less common than you might think. As I said, if you project confidence, if you're projecting an air of I'm working on myself and I'm cool with myself and I don't have to measure myself by someone else's standards, people pick up on that and they'll be less likely to drag you down. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so that's the three-step writing process. That, that went long, but I, I'll recap it quickly for you. Keep that daily journal. Be brutally honest about what you're doing and what you're thinking every day. You know, physiological processes from sleep to sex to what you're consuming and then to how you're interacting with others, what you're thinking, what you're doing with your time. Then begin to collect a few weeks worth of journal entries and read them back and then go to a second notebook where you're then going to begin to talk about here's where that low self-esteem shows up. And maybe, okay, here are some solutions. Here are some, at least I can anticipate, okay, I got a meeting next week. I'm going to speak up and say one thing, something like that, right? Then in that same notebook, you can begin when you have time to indulge in the fantasy of what it would look like to have that self-confidence and to have those problems of low self-esteem handled. And I think what you'll find is that the issues you have with yourself do not need to be evident to others. You don't have to project weakness out to other people for them to see. And you certainly don't need to compare yourself to others. Honesty is taking that private time to look at yourself in the mirror. You know on some corner of your mind that things aren't going well and you have that low self-esteem and you're not living life to the fullest. First and foremost is to admit it. Not to necessarily feel shame about it, but to say, I don't want to waste the time anymore. And then it's with that honesty, it's with saying, this is who I am, this is the problem. You can now begin to work that mental muscle of self-awareness uh, through writing. This requires commitment to yourself, right? And, you know, not only will this writing um, allow you to make that commitment to yourself and address the problem directly, you know, give it a name, find it, and start to work on it. But by actually doing this process, you'll begin to develop self-confidence, right? So the process will alleviate the self-confidence, but the action of taking care of yourself, taking ownership of yourself, being honest with yourself and saying, I'm going to become better, that in itself will fuel a rise in self-confidence. You know, what better way to improve your self-confidence than to take on the task of making yourself into a better person? You know, and again, envisioning finally, envisioning that world where things are better, where you are who you want to be, or you've made great strides. Envision that world. And that's the way that you can begin to get closer and closer to it. So finally, I'll recap it once more. Honestly, write down what you're doing every day in a journal. Just take half an hour and just be honest about what you're doing. Reread that stuff and begin to work on solutions. Begin to anticipate triggers. Begin to anticipate where that low self-esteem shows itself in your life and just vow to make one change a week. And finally, honestly, imagine what would my life look like in the utopia of my low self-esteem being a thing of the past? What does that perfect world look like? And then begin to reverse engineer, begin to set some small goals that'll begin to get you close. And I, I really think you'll find that once you start to get a little bit closer, things start to get a lot better. So again, get in touch in the comments on Spotify, uh, YouTube, uh, you can message me on Facebook. And until I speak with you again, please remember that better is possible. <laughs>